long overdue, but we finally welcome back our cousin from across the pond to talk Confess Fletch and discuss if it lives up to the previous two movies in the series. Hint, it does because those ones are shit. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. Get comfortable because we have a full house tonight on the 75th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. Alright, so this has been quite an effort, man. Um, We said Josh would be back in what, May? Yes. And it's probably October now. I, depending on when I decide to upload this episode, and wow, what, what the what the hell happened, man? All right, well, you know, it was summer, and you know, summer things happen. Man I mean, gets you, busy. You you can't um, you can't you can't pull hot boy hot boy summer. You, you kinda... I wasn't I wasn't daring to do that, but what I was trying to say <laughs> was that you you insisted that for this particular episode I bring my partner along, which is Alex, who's here in the room, or maybe not the room, but the vicinity tonight. She, she's on um, the call, and, yeah. She's on the call, she's here, and we have very busy schedules, you know, uh, we're very busy. So getting us to, getting some free time for both of us at the same time is, um, is a Herculean effort. But we managed to do it. Here it has are. been a task. Well, um, welcome back, Josh, and welcome, Alex. Very Thank nice you. to finally meet you. Very excited to be here. I've heard a lot about both of you. Thank and you. also heard a lot of both of you on the podcast. We really appreciate, you know, um, more guests, more guests. We really appreciate more listeners. <laughs> and we also have one more person here. How many times have you been here before, miss? Um, I'm not keeping track. I'm relying on you to keep track. I see. So we've got Rachel back, you know, a, a mainstay of um, this organization. Uh, what was this, eight? It's something like that. This can't be nine, right? I'm looking at you, Matt. It might be because last time I remember you were saying it was eight and then we was gonna hold off. So this might be nine actually. Shit. All right. We'll see you at Hanukkah, all right? Okay. But um yeah, so we got uh Rachel here at eight or nine. Who the fuck knows? Got Josh here. This is your sixth. Correct. And we welcome Alex. For her first time on not only on our show but a podcast so we we welcome you and just say um we hope we don't turn you off from being a guest on podcast tonight oh i'm sure you won't i'm very excited all right well why don't we um learn a little bit about you who are you alex tell us about yourself uh so i'm alex as we have said, um, I love books. I love films. My partner is Joshua, as he has said. Um, we have had quite a busy schedule over the last few years or so, but I guess that's part of becoming proper adults and the years are just flying by. Um, that's a little bit about me. We live in a very crazy household at the minute. There's quite a lot of us, but hopefully we will be moving out to just being the two of us in a month or so okay yeah before we get to your topics so you've listened to a few episodes and you've listened to the josh episodes and the yes. very first episode josh was on we were like hey man um you, you moved in with <laughs> and her family i know what you're gonna say uh, i know what, where this is going what, what's going on with that ring my guy and he's like she's good so what what is your take <laughs> on this situation Really excellent question. I'm glad we brought this up. We should have maybe put it down as something we wanted to talk about. It literally um, popped in my head when you're like, I'm doing a joke. <laughs> I'm an adult. I kind of forgot about it until you mentioned as well. It's something that Josh gets um, told about a lot of the time by my family and friends. Oh, um, so, the, so your family does bring it up. Yeah, yeah. They have okay. no shame. So, so, somebody said so, like, somebody said nobody was bringing that stuff up but all right all right so nobody brings it up when i'm in the room. yeah oh, yeah no it's when he's not there but i have also brought up with his mother as well who also agrees have with you? me so yeah yeah okay. all right that's a separate conversation <laughs> <laughs> like god are in separate rooms but 
Yeah, I wanted a house and then a ring, but we will see what happens. Mm. Can't mm. force a man. <laughs> I hope you're saving those, um, those, saving your pence, if you will, right? Right? That's change, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been it's been a while. Josh doesn't know any expressions, so it's okay. We can. <laughs> He's an old man trapped in a fucking Gen Z body. <laughs> so true. So true. So, what you been up to, Alex? What have I been up to? Um, yeah, a lot is happening. Um, we've bought a flat, which we'll probably have that as a separate conversation. But that's been a lot of organization. I feel like I've kind of taken the lead on on a lot of the paperwork because I'm a, a massive control freak. Um, and luckily Josh lives with that, which is good. Um, a lot of my friends live in London now. So after a few years of living away, managing to see them a lot, keep up with their crazy lives and crazy schedules, um, work is very busy as well. So we have a lot to keep us busy. Um, and I have to make time for all of the TV I watch and all of the books I read as well. <laughs> There's a lot happening always, and it's just going to get busier. So we'll see how the years go. Um, have you seen any movies lately? So today I watched Don't Worry, Darling. You watched? Was Josh not there? Uh, no. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> can, um... can you explain why he what, he didn't go to the movies with you? I went with my girlfriend. I actually went into town thing. and then What'd just said say? bye outside the, the cinema and just walked off. It sounds <laughs> like something you do. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so you went with your gal pals. Um, without yeah. spoilers, how was it? It was really good. Harry Styles wasn't really good. I don't know oh. if that's a spoiler or not, but it... I'm not won over by his acting yet, I'm afraid okay. to say. Um, and with no spoilers... I wasn't blown away, but I still really enjoyed it. Interesting. Okay. Without spoilers as well. I think if it finished 20 minutes earlier, it would have been like a four, four and a half stars. Ooh. Oh, oh they, they, they overstate their welcome, huh? Yeah. I think I need to just reflect on it and just gather my thoughts. <laughs> fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. Fair enough. That's good. Um, also, um, so I want to say two or three weeks ago, um, the queen passed away. Yeah. And it's been a I, crazy I, few weeks for us in the UK. <laughs> so I'm really curious because you both would be considered Gen Z, right? Yeah, just about. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really curious, like Gen Z in the UK, what are you all's feelings towards the crown? Towards the crown? Just to put it out there, neither me or Josh are royalists. Okay. I'm a royalist. Um, okay, I don't know that. <laughs> jo- I, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Maybe you should know that before you move in with this man. <laughs> Depends how you define it. Depends how you define it. Yeah, I mean, um, what I would say is that, like, imperialism, very complex relationship, I feel like our generation has with the royal family, the divine right to rule, all of the dark history. I don't vibe with that whatsoever. From like a historical perspective, I find the royal family really interesting and it's just nuts if you think about it for too long, just all of these different traditions that we have and it just doesn't make any sense. Um, What I was shocked by when the queen died was how many people in our generation were like queuing to see the coffin and queuing to like meet the king. I was a bit That's taken aback by that because it wasn't something that we ever we've ever really discussed. Right, because it's like beforehand they was talking all shit about the queen, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she passed away. You're like, oh, you know, we gotta, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I, I was at work when the queen died, and we all got a day off for the funeral. But when I was saying to people, I like, hope you have a nice weekend, people were saying, well, it's it's not a good weekend. It's not a happy weekend. So I had to backtrack and be like, oh, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> I didn't really think yeah. about that, that you guys would get time off. Um, in Matt and Mine's industry, um, when a president dies, we get the day off. Okay. I didn't know okay. that. That's cool. I don't know if we get the same 
we got a prime minister, a new prime minister and a new king within the space of a couple of days. Two so, days. <laughs> yeah, that was her first job was was meeting the new king. So, who, wait, who's, who's the PM now? Uh, so Liz Truss is our prime minister, and there's a really funny video of um, I think it's an Australian TV network at the funeral, and she gets out of the car, and they can't identify her. They're like, oh, maybe she's a minor royal, maybe she's a celebrity, <laughs> and like they have no idea who she is, which I think just defines the whole the whole situation that we're in currently as a country. <laughs> okay, so she's part of the Conservative Party. Yeah, they've been here a long time. Okay. Yeah, I've had like four prime ministers in the last few years. Yeah, they so, were they were saying that you know the queen has seen you know sixteen prime ministers, and someone tweeted like, "Well, my son's six, and he's seen about seven, so <laughs> not, a massive, not a massive achievement." <laughs> but uh, why don't you guys tell us about this new uh, flat you guys are getting? Like, um, remind me, what part of town do you guys live in currently? We currently live in um, Twickenham, which is in the southwest of London, um, and we're moving to Harrow, which I believe is in the northwest. Uh, whatever that means to you, um, yeah, it's it's not terribly far away. It's not terribly close either, um, but it's, yeah, it's um, both nice places. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know Harrow that well. Um, I think Alex can say more about it. Yeah, I think the reason why we chose Harrow, I guess, was um, because it was at least a bit familiar to me as I have family there. Um, before, I was keen on living where we where we live now, but I think Josh was a bit concerned that if we lived right by my parents, I would just be at home for a Sunday roast uh, every week and not spend yeah. a lot of time with him. So <laughs> that's why we've, I mean, why we've you, decided you to clearly have home. no issue not spending time with the girlfriend. Um we are quite comfortable not spending time with no, each other. I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just poking. You know, it's, <laughs> it's all good. I think no, it's a positive I, I thing, it. though. We don't get sick of each other. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you don't want to, you know, like you say, you know, grow tired of the other person. Yeah, we survived through lockdown, I guess. So if we can make it through that, we can make it through anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. So is that what made you guys want to move? Is just to move to a different location? Yeah, I guess so. We the ultimate plan was to move back to Oxford, which is where we were living before, but being like in our mid twenties, all of our friends have moved away. We wouldn't have a social life if we stayed living there. And in London you can't really run out of things to do. Um, so I think after spending like two years inside, we want like we want to try and at least claw back some of our some of our yeah. younger years. Yeah. Do some stuff. And Oxford's a weird place because the only people who live there are either students or really old people. There's, there's no <laughs> in between. Well, you <laughs> are eighteen or eighteen. Like old people. That's what you did. I, I did. actually did. <laughs> <laughs> when do you guys move? That's the big question. Yeah, I don't know. Did you not <laughs> sign the lease yet? No. So there's been some sort of issue. Like buying a flat is always stressful and long drawn out. And it was going really smoothly for us. And then this one delay has happened and basically nothing has changed in about seven weeks. But we're not in a rush. We're hoping okay. to move in soon. It was meant to be end of September. It will probably be end of October now. But Jeez. that's okay i'm fine being at home i really like it here but <laughs> we'll be good to move into a new place as well i get that on the horizon yeah <laughs> um so how's house of the dragon treating you um yeah i thought i'd mention that because it's uh it's quite good <laughs> but it's quite good in the surprising ways and like you know game of thrones finished quite controversially and and then you hear a spin-off is coming out and your expectations are quite low and um i've only seen i've, well, I've been watching it with alex been watching it together we've seen two and a half episodes so i'm not fully up to date but uh okay. yeah it's, it's quite have you guys seen it 
So you, yeah, I've only seen the first two. I'm up to date. Okay. Ah, uh, what's yeah. your opinion, Rachel? Um, I think it's interesting. I think it's been good, but um, some of the stuff that happens in some of the later episodes, I'm not sure how I feel about. Um, I don't want to do any spoilers, but um, the stuff that Twitter's losing its mind over, like I'm just saying, so many like random memes. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I think (laughs) something wild must have happened. Yeah, there there are a couple things, especially in this last episode, that I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't know if I like that they did this, but it's interesting. I'm gonna keep watching. Right. I'm worried now. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll have it, to let me it, know what you think when you get caught up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is it is it? You mentioned how it's kind of, I guess, weird, like not not kind of what you would expect. Is it in the same way as Game of Thrones kind of did that from time to time, or is it is it something a bit different? Ah, uh, no, I I I think it's probably along the same lines as, as... Or early Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I, I think so. Yeah. Cool. So All right. Before we <laughs> jump to you, Rachel. So you say you guys are watching um, House of the Dragon together. What are your other shows that you're watching? Um, I just watched an episode of Rings of Power. Um, I say I. Like Alex is not really been watching it with me, but she'll be doing something in the background while that's on, yeah. yeah. Um, and then commenting on it, yeah. yeah. How come they just throw that ring in the volcano? Why are they putting that <laughs> ring on? Yeah, I'm like, this is so stupid. What is the point? Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's a good show <gasps> yes. that we watch together. Love that. I love that one. Um, I watch a lot of TV on my own. There's a few shows that we both would enjoy watching together. So at the minute, I think that's that's it like the us office obviously but we just continuously watch that we we haven't you know been watching it kind of season one to the end um what else have we been watching is that it for the time being so this is the second time you mentioned that you watch a lot of tv what all are you watching i'm watching jane the virgin for the very first time which is funny because all of my friends watched it when they were like 14 so I'm only just watching it now and then I've forgotten absolutely everything that happens in it. That's like my comfort show right now. Okay. Like so good. I'm a massive fan of Drag Race as well. So the new UK Drag Race has just come out. So mm-hmm. jumping back on that because that is the best thing to happen in autumn in the UK, <laughs> I would say. Um, okay. And yeah, and the Great British Bake Off as well is back. Oh, yes, Bake Off, yes. So it's kind of like a prerequisite was it of being british to like get back in time for eight o'clock to watch that every tuesday mm-hmm. so we've been doing that as well there's a different name in the u.s isn't it it's, um no it's, no, uh, it's, it's a great british yeah. baker yeah the, wait isn't the one called the the british breaking show maybe that's british. like a netflix bootleg oh okay. yeah maybe it's just the how it was transliterated i'm sure that's Do something you... let's be something else rachel what have you been watching so i binge watch the bear on hulu um have any of you seen that or heard about it i love the bear <laughs> okay um that's good i binge watched it when i went when i went back to the states <laughs> yes matt talked about it on an episode you were on right oh that's right okay um well i've been watching that and um it was kind of so to me, it was advertised as a comedy, or at least that's how I saw it advertised as. But I thought it's it's been more dramatic. Like, there's funny moments, but I would more consider it a drama. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, it's more drama with comedy mixed in. Yeah. But it's still a great show. Yeah, it's great. I, I got sucked into the characters, so I'm going to keep watching it. I definitely am following the characters now this you watched it more recently explain to him the concept for the listener yeah so basically this um chef who worked at the world's best kitchen has gotten awards um his brother dies and he comes home because his brother left him this um kind of more casual restaurant in chicago in their hometown 
So he comes to take over and kind of fix the place up. Um, it's not running the best, and it's kind of about his struggles through uh, dealing with the death of his brother and then also being close to family and also with this restaurant. Yes. Go check it out. It's a great show. It's yeah. good. <laughs> it's good. And then I also watched Good Luck to You, Leo Grand on Hulu, which is a movie with Emma Thompson. And that was another one where it was it was um like promoted as a comedy and I thought it was kind of more of a drama too. Like it definitely has funny moments, but I feel like all the funny moments were in the trailer. <laughs> And um, it was it was a really good movie. It just wasn't as advertised, I guess. But um, it's have any of you heard of this one? Yeah, I watched was, the. Uh, or go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I saw uh, quite a few adverts for it here in the UK. Um, but maybe just I don't know because on the tube in London you just see all these adverts for lots of different films. Uh, but I, I never got a sense of what it was about. So it's about this woman who hires a sex worker for the night and um, she basically is getting over kind of the death of her husband and wants to do these things with, um, you know, with a guy and it's, it's about their relationship and they do actually meet more than once. So it's about... It's sex. about what happens in there. Does it show sessions. the graphic sex with Emma Thompson? I wouldn't say it's that graphic. She a naked? She, I mean, she's exposed, but not completely. That's an interesting word to use, exposed. I guess she, she, her, her, you see her breasts, hmm. but, and you see a lot of her body, but you don't see all of it. I watched like the first 20 or 30 minutes of this because and he's a younger guy and then she paid for him there in the hotel. But then she kept like not psyching herself out, but she kept c coming up with excuses of not to do it. And then yeah. me watching it, I was like, all right, come on. All right. I get it. You having reservations about this. You paid for for this man to be here you say he's attractive and everything else like that but she just keeps coming up with excuses for not to do it and then like i was getting frustrated so i was like all right i need to watch this another take because i can see that this is <laughs> going to be the plot of her not wanting to do this so i'll check back another time so that i stop watching it so that's why i think it should have been advertised differently because like if if we expected something different then it would have made sense. But since we were expecting, like, this funny comedy, lighthearted, like, um, like she was going to go through with it, you know, it it just, it needed different expectations, I feel like. So. One thing I did laugh at, she asked him, like, because she's, you know, self-conscious, she's older, he's young, and he was like, what, she asked him, what's the oldest person he ever did? And what do you say, like, 82 80 or something yeah 80 hey man he, he he about his business he come to he go where the money's at yeah. <laughs> all right so i respect him and then she was like so were you attracted to all of them he was like yes but then he did do he slipped a, a slick line in there he was like he was like he finds something attractive about them like he was like you know for her he likes her lips and stuff like that and everything. He like, I like the coverage of your skin or your neck or whatever. So I was like, oh, I'm about to use that later on. <laughs> I, like, I, I like how you sign your name. That's sexy. Right. Yeah. How you signed your name on this check? Yes. Right. That's what, made me here. <laughs> uh, what you been up to, man? I've been busy. Um, this is not yeah. on the thing. You can keep it or add this. No, no, we keeping this shit. You fucking right. You've been busy, man. Like, I look. Just because there is a fucking what? What y'all got? Tsunamis there? Fuck, I got typhoons. Just because y'all got motherfucking typhoons every motherfucking week, don't mean that you can be missing episodes of this goddamn show, right? <laughs> this is more important. 
hey, if you look at the ratings, it look like I, they they didn't need me anyway. They doing I mean, high things. I mean, that's because you letting shit just just happen, <laughs> right? So with Thai foods and all this other stuff, and then my son's all in the shit now. Like I remember, like he wasn't in sports or any activities or anything like that. So you know, my weekends were clear. He stayed, played with his friends, video games, nice easy weekend. Now this motherfucker got baseball practice throughout the week. Every game's every Saturday. He's in yearbook, so he has to go out and take pictures of like yeah, sporting events and dance. That's not a thing. Yeah. That's just not mm-hmm. online. Well, I mean, you still got to go out and take pictures for yearbook, but they, you know, they type up the articles and things like that. Um, yeah, so it was just all this stuff going on. So, and then work and shit. So it's been it's been hard for me to uh, watch stuff, and the only thing I watch is uh, anime, whatever I got to do for this podcast, and Marvel. That's all I do. Let's see. But speak, um, I, but, I, but, think, uh, I take it that you will not be participating in the Andor conversation. Has anybody watched Andor besides me here? Nope. I got delete that motherfuckers on this podcast, and none of y'all. Watching some quality fucking television. I see how it is. I see how. It see is. that that falls in the same line as Marvel. Like you know, when you're in a Star Wars universe, I don't know if I can jump right on in. Maybe I need to go back and watch Attack of the Clones or something. Maybe I'm going to miss something. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's true. They they have made quite a few Star Wars shows now. So. Yeah, but this one's good. <laughs> so, so if I started so without uh, the back histories or watching these other so I haven't seen Mandalorian or the Bubba Fett one can I jump in right now with Andor and understand everything yes the whole point of this show specifically is just like just jump in all you need to know is this is the time period between three and four where the empire is a thing and motherfuckers don't like the government right now that's all you need to know there's actual complaints online that there aren't enough Easter eggs in the show because it's not Star Wars enough. Oh. All right. Well, then maybe I'll check it out whenever my Naruto journey is done. <laughs> what are you watching? But uh, <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners on Netflix. Um, I don't know how. Have you, have you heard of Cyberpunk the video game? Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. And, and, so, and of course, Alex has because she's had to watch. Uh, that, I was like the background to my whole lockdown experience was just cyberpunk. <laughs> it's like, like I know everything. I played it in two languages. So You're like, why? Why is your game glitching now, Josh? Like, why is your man like upside down walking on the ceiling? Like, what, what is wrong with this? <laughs> so thing? many questions. I'd come in and just <laughs> look and turn around and just leave him to it. It's fine. I never played this game, but like I said, I, I'm on this anime journey. So anything that Netflix puts out there to anime, I'll check it out. I love this show. It's only short. It's only six, seven, eight episodes. But apparently, I talked to this guy at work. So apparently, this is like a prequelish thing type to the before the video game, and it's basically um, you have a guy struggling in the streets, and the world is, um, you know. How do you want to call it? You could put machines in you cosmetically. Um, and so he joins this gang where, you know, they go out and do jobs for money and stuff. But I love this. I also like I read that after the show came out, the sales of the video game went up. And now I'm like, maybe I need to get this game. So I'm really into this. Of course, um, I watched it in Japanese because I like the original of. Uh, voices of it um but yeah i definitely like isn't cyberpunk an american property i don't know but when i went to netflix i was like i want to know what the original language is the original language was japanese so that's what i watched it in so at first i started watching in english and i was like uh this don't sound right i don't like this i was like what's the original language and that's what i watched it in japanese going forward gotcha but yeah if you into the cyberpunk video game please check it out uh the show yeah i think you'll like it all right uh, will this will this make you check the video game out oh yeah 100 i like i already want to uh get the game 
the only thing is I told myself I wouldn't buy a new game until I got a PS5. And, you know, it's been two Stray. years. Huh? Didn't you buy Stray? I don't count. That was like a downloaded one. Oh, <laughs> and that was only, that was cheaper than a regular one. So, but I really want to get the game now after watching the show. Okay. I thought it was very good. It was very good. So, it's my recommendation. Yes, thank you. And of course, you know, I would never go on this podcast without talking about my beloved Abbott Elementary. So season two is out in the first episode. So of course I watched it. Perfection again. Perfection. <laughs> Everything about the show, I love it. So um, the only sad part, spoilers, because um, you should have already watched it. It's the greatest show on TV. I was upset that Janine and uh, everybody hates Chris. Ty- Tyreek. No, Tyreek broke up. I was That's upset good. about that. That means she can get with everybody hates Chris. Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. I watched like those <laughs> of the show. He will forever be everybody hates Chris to me. Okay. Of course. But on the podcast, I like to try to use the correct name. <laughs> Wait, why? But yeah, so Tyreek and Janine to break up. He did want them to. Oh you, oh. oh, you did not, or you did? No, I mean, I, I did and I didn't, because of course you want Janine and Greg to be together, but I like their whole, <laughs> I like their playful betterness uh, that like they have. Extremely toxic, though. He mooches. I mean, are, are we all a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> are you making excuses for him, Matt? But I'm like, you know, when he had like the when he performed at the school and they had their uh, little handshake stuff. I loved all that. But but he's uh, the one, my guy. He's not the one. Well, he's not though. But I mean, it's funny because when he uh, he moved out, right? Why he pack up his air mattress and put it on top of the car and drove away? Like, why would you let the air out of it and just fold it up? I mean, realistically, that air mattress is going to deflate itself over time because that's what they do. Like you, you go to sleep on a fully inflated mattress and you wake up on the floor. That's true. right. So has anybody heard of a video game called The Quarry? It's on PlayStation and also Xbox. I've heard of that, yeah. So it's in the same vein as a like an Until Dawn, where you're following, multi- you're controlling multiple characters. Like the point of the game is to like play the story, not so much the action like you can make decisions like am i going to answer this question aggressively or friendly or you know stuff like that um so i played it and i got the really bad ending where i accidentally got everybody killed and the game was all like oh hey um since you finished me the first time you can uh, you've unlocked this rewind mode so play the game again and i was like no that's I'm not doing that. But thank you for your time. Um, it was a lot of fun. I recommend it. It's got some um, famous people. It's got like David Arquette, uh, Justice Smith, uh, Ariel Winter from Modern Family, and also Brenda Song from Disney stuff, and also apparently Macaulay Culkin's Baby Mama. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, I recommend the game. Um, and then I also caught The Woman King in the movie theater this week. Um, this is really good. Um, it's from the same director that brought us The Old Guard and also a throwback, Love and Basketball. Um, I'm going to say two two people on this podcast have seen that um, that movie, and it's not the two people you think. <laughs> I've seen it. And I have not. Right. <laughs> it's Rachel. Rachel Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, the woman king, you give us a synopsis of what it is, what it's about, without spoilers. Yeah, so it's based on a true story. In the 1800s, there was an African tribe that had an all-woman military. Think of the... Um, Dora Milaje from Black Panther, like that's just that that's who they were based off of. And so this is a critical time in Africa where the slave trade is just like destroying the country. And, you know, 
it's not so much white people are coming to like take black people like yeah that's happening but also like it's black people like selling black people to the white people and um the tribe that they're from they have greatly profited from this and john boyega's the new king and they're at a point where they're like we don't know if we should keep doing this but if we don't we're gonna literally end up having to go to war um it's a really good like there's a lot of my biggest complaint is like there's too many storylines for two hours i'm not saying that this should have been a tv show but they should have cut some of the storylines that they had like i feel like one storyline that they treated very tastefully was how they talked about how john Buega became king because he had to do some shit to become king and they lightly touch on it but it's enough to where you like i don't need to know all the details in this but what you've told me is a very interesting tidbit about his character but then they then we we get like an unnecessary love story in the mix and like some other stuff with viola davis and it's like (sighs) we're doing too much right now I still recommend the movie. Hopefully there's going to be like a director's cut to maybe give those other storylines some room to breathe. But I'd highly recommend it. It's really good. Um, you know, Viola Davis is going to get a, a an Oscar nomination. I don't know what else is hap- is is going to get nominated, but I feel like she's going to get nominated for this. She-Hulk. Who else been watching She-Hulk? I have been. I have. Josh, Alex, <laughs> She-Hulk? I haven't yeah. seen He-Hulk, so... He-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, we've not seen He-Hulk. <laughs> Are you, so you're not watching Alex? No, unfortunately not. Oh, Alex, Alex. We I came underprepared so well. for this. We were doing so well. So well. Okay, so what'd you guys think of episode six of She-Hulk? I liked it, but not as much as the previous episode. I, I think the previous episode is probably one of my favorite episodes so far because we really saw her working more and um (laughs) women should be working (laughs) no it was just it was a good i don't know i feel like that it more hit its stride in that episode and then this episode i feel like was a little bit of a step backwards um i mean it's it's still been really entertaining and good but um, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling this episode as much as other episodes. I liked it. The thing I like, I like how, um, what was the guy's name? Mr. Infinity, Mr. Yeah, Immortal. Immortal. The, the so basically, he, no, just, I won't say he doesn't die. Just, you know, just, just explain. Well, no, I, was, I, I was thinking about what he, how he said it. He's like, he does die. He just comes back. So one thing I do like about it is normally with all these Marvel stuff and, Either you're a superhero or you're a villain. And I liked how basically this guy, he just, he's marries these women, get through, get whatever he wants, and then to get out the marriage, he dies. And then, but he just comes back and then starts a new life with another family. So get you guys up. So then, um, not divorce. It's not divorce. It's, um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, not al- alimony, right? Uh, they're trying to get alimony, all his different wives and stuff. They got to separate. That's why they're going to the lawyer. And I really like that to have an aspect of somebody who has superpowers, but they're just doing it for their own gain. Right. Like Because that, I think. Yeah. Right. Because I think about it like, honestly, this question is to everybody. If you got superpowers today, would you really be a superhero? Like me personally, I'll probably use it for my own personal gain. Now, if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody getting mugged, I'll probably help them out. But I'm not going out of my way to do stuff. Like, you know how we get those Amber Alerts? We get those Amber Alerts at 4 a.m. I'm not jumping out of bed to go do this. But I'll help it out if I see it or if I'm in close proximity. Y'all looking at me like I ain't the only one. So all of y'all will be, y'all have y'all moral compass. So all of y'all will be Superman out here. I'd be a super villain. <laughs> he says this all the time. All the time. There's an obsession with being a super villain. You walk down the street, you see a man getting mugged. You join in. 
I'm kind of with you, Matt, but like in a different way. Like I like helping people kind of what I do now, like social work. So I feel like I I don't know if I would necessarily feel like I would have to use my superhero powers for good. Like I would be doing good in my job, hopefully. Okay. That's, that's a nice way to say it. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about those people. The Rachel story. I got you. <laughs> I'd like to electrocute people, set them on fire. God damn it, Josh. <laughs> Sorry, I was too much. I think I would be exactly the same. I would just, if I saw something happening, I would, I would do try nothing. to intervene. I would not go out of my way. I would try and blend in. And just maybe if like the fancy struck me, I would try and get my own back on some nasty people. Like use my powers for the for the greater good but not okay. in a super villain way when you said nasty people i thought you just meant like oh yeah when i was in school this this girl was a bully <laughs> so now is revenge time yeah like either way like if i didn't like you know a politician or someone famous Damn, you ever like commit political crimes the fuck well, well like just like funny things that would haunt them for the rest of their lives that would be all over the news like be on twitter really nothing that would kill them but just something that would be a little bit like <laughs> how did that happen you know Oops. but i guess it depends on your powers too yeah oh yeah that, yeah that's true that's true that's very true yeah. No, I'm with you, Matt. Like, I would do my best to just inflate my, my bank account. If I could go yes. the Josh Root, sure. <laughs> but, you know, but that also got me to thinking, it's like people always make the joke about how, like, how are you going to be a vampire that's lived 200 years and you broke? And it's like, <laughs> how do you know really what to invest in, right? Because it's like, we're all, like in like on the ground right now. We know we see all these stocks and shit. We know like, okay, sure, Apple and Tesla, whatever, that's gonna be big or whatever. But like you don't know how is it that you know in nineteen eighty to invest in Apple? How the fuck do you know that? Great point. Maybe well, just your superpower could be time. No, I will <laughs> Yes. But no, it's like I'm just talking specifically for like immortal people, because like that Mr. Immortal guy, he's all like, Well, I could sell off some of my Apple stock, but it's like, how the fuck did you know to get that? Yeah, true. That's true. I guess they just have a savings account and they accrue just over a millennia just uh <laughs> It's the same bank. It's like uh yeah. on Futurama when um Fry's money, you know, <laughs> got bigger and bigger. Uh, <laughs> no, I like the episode also. I didn't like I'm with Rachel, like I like the last one more because I feel like the last episode is a real um it 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 was what I hoped the show would be when they said they were doing it. Um I really like the B story more where she was in court versus like when she was at that wedding. And also like because of what happened in that episode two or three, I don't trust any man that tries to talk to her. And uh-huh. I wonder if that's intentional. Where you know the um, let me speak for all women. So you know, sit, have a seat, ladies. Yeah, I'll take your room. <laughs> uh, you know, I I, I am assuming it. Uh, Alex, you've been out the game a minute, but uh, <laughs> when you are being approached, when you are a single woman or trying to interact with a man, I I assume that there is some sort of internal dread of like, is this man going to fucking hurt me? And Even every- without, you know, being single. Okay. I hate using that line like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, that's, you know, if I know But, but me, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Fair, fair point, Alex. Fair point. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's intentional with the show. But oh, so at the end of one of the episodes, some men attack uh, She-Hulk because they're trying to get her blood. And they tried to use a syringe on her, but her her Hulk skin broke it. And so, like, every time she interacts with a man, like, in a dating capacity, I'm like, are you going to try and take her blood? Because, like, there was an episode after that where she went on some online dates. And, like, one of them was asking some not okay questions, like, about her powers and shit. I'm like, my guy, what the fuck do you need to know that? 
And so like she right. had at this wedding and I'm like, I don't trust you, man. So if that wasn't the intent of the show, at least for me, that they did a good job of that. That's clever. Smart. Um, but yeah, also Twitter's been roasting her uh her wedding outfit. Yeah, I didn't like it either. The polka dots. Oh, the polka dots. Because they were like, you went to like uh she she went to like uh basically think Edna from the Incredibles, that type of like designer, and they got her a whole new wardrobe and they like you t- you you went to a fucking a wedding in a polka dot dress, like this is a fucking um <laughs> backyard wedding and shit. It's like they, they was roasting that ass. It was it was very funny. Um yeah. We've come to the end of the chit chat, and wow, we are just at 50 minutes. We are zoom, zoom, zooming. We're all professionals here, guys. Um, this week, we discuss Confess Fletch. Who killed this young woman? I think the victim interrupted an art theft. Your fingerprints are on the murder weapon, and someone matching your description was seen with the victim. Come back with me to police headquarters. I get it. You want my help? Okay. Hey guys, this is the way we can call in a coffee or a kill for a macchiato. Not literally. I looked into your criminal record. And? You're a bit of a shady character, Mr. Fletcher. But I am adorable. Um, after becoming the prime suspect in multiple murders, Fletch strives to prove his innocence while simultaneously searching for his fiancée's stolen art collection. Uh, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, start to finish, like, we were laughing quite a lot during it. Um, loved the whole kind of, you know, detective murder has happened element because I'm a massive true crime fan. So altogether, like, I didn't think it was too cringy or like, I think that was the perfect balance of comedy and also action happening. Like you're invested in the story, but also it's like thoroughly enjoyable and like a lighthearted watch as well. Um, just loved it. To be honest, the music as well, the soundtrack was so good. Just thoroughly invested start to finish. Really enjoyed it. I agree. Review <laughs> <laughs> <It was, laughs> <it was>, over. <laughs> no, it was it was it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't I didn't know what to expect because uh, I didn't I didn't realize until halfway through the film that there were other films or even that there was a, a series of books. I think. We'll get to the books in a second. Yeah, okay. Chevy Chase was in the first two movies. Yeah, so he looks different now. He <laughs> he looks like John. Hamm. Um, but it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, um, good, uh, good chemistry between the different characters to mm. carry the film, I guess. I was saying to Alex, um, the last time I saw Kyle McLaughlin in a film, he was playing a 15 year old boy, and it was in June. The, uh, oh, like, shit. <laughs> yeah. There he is with like white hair. It's weird. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, a good film, though. I enjoyed it. Also enjoyed it. I thought all the characters were fun and quirky and like full characters and I was laughing too. Like I thought the humor was really good and yeah, I enjoyed it overall. Um, I like to open with a fun fact, guys. The longest orgasm in mammals instead of the domestic pig. On average, its orgasm lasts 30 minutes, but it can last for as long as 90 minutes. I learned that today when I watched that movie. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I'm a huge John Hamm fan. Um, I, yeah, I, I got on the boat when he was on Mad Men. That's how I found out he was a person. And then found out he was from St. Louis and like bonus points, you know. But um, I try to see John Hamm movies when they come out. And the trailers make this look fun. The movie itself was fun. Like, it was funny. Uh, The little situations he was getting himself into were like, yeah, yeah. Like, when he went over the neighbor's house, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I, I know someone like that. I know someone. I've been in situations like that. And it's just like, hmm. I want to leave, but I don't know how to leave. But I also can't leave. I've been there. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I will say that um, 
it almost felt like the kidnapping plot was a bit of an afterthought when we got to the end. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it too. Um, I really like the interactions between like, um, the police with him, mm-hmm. um, Grizz, um, I enjoyed it. Like I like the him sneaking around. He knows the police just follow him. The little back and forth with them where I should arrest you for this, but I'm not type of thing. I enjoyed it. Uh, the thing always stuck in my the first thing I thought once it was over was I, I kept thinking, what was up with him and his bare feet? Uh-huh. Like I, I haven't seen the other movies or whatever. Maybe that's the thing that they talk about. But I just kept thinking about what is it him and his bare feet? Point. I think so. I watched the first movie. I think there was some stuff about him taking the shoes off. I thought it was just like one of those things where like all the characters had to be a little quirky, and that was his quirk. Has anybody seen the other movies? No. Nope. So nope. I watched. I watched the first one. It came out in 1985, and I'm sure if the year were 1985 and I was watching it, I'm sure I would have been cracking the fuck up. But that movie was fucking terrible. Um, it wasn't funny. It was just like it was it was the the mystery itself was really interesting. Like he's uh he's an investigative journalism and he's on the beach investigating dr- the drug trade. And this man comes up to him and he he says, "Hey, I want to give you $50,000 to murder me." And he's like, "Excuse me, what?" And so he's like investigating the man and like the circumstances of that. And all that was really interesting, but almost every scene you get, it's like when you get like a Kevin Hart or somebody and they're like, okay, we don't have a full script. Here are the beats you need to hit and just have fun in this scene. It's just like each scene was like Chevy Chase doing stuff and a little bit of the story. And that shit's not funny in 2022. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't want to watch it now. I mean, it's it's, it's your it's your hour and a half, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, I didn't enjoy that shit. But uh, <laughs> what do you all think the Rotten Tomatoes was on the movie? I say something high, like seventy percent. Yeah, I'd say around that seventy-three. Oh, we're doing exact figures. Just a guess. Then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eighty one. Just why not? Ooh, I was gonna go like eighty. Okay, uh, eighty five, nice. with the oh. audience score of seventy three. Wait, the audience was lower. <laughs> than... <laughs> you know, audiences are stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Fletch is based off a series of books that were written between 1974 and 1994. How many books were written within that time frame? A, 5, B, 9, C, 11, or D, 15? What was the time frame again? 20 years, 74, 94. I'm going to say 15. Yeah. I think 15. I can imagine them being like quite short, little, like, nicely packaged together. Knocking them 15. out. Yeah. You copying my homework? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. we have so many people on this episode. All y'all could take one answer, but that's fine. Matt? Uh, it was a short, the, the shortest one was five. Five, nine, 11, 15. I'm going with five. Rachel? I'm going with nine. 11. You all were wrong. You guys did not cover the fucking spread. <laughs> right. So there's 11 books, three movies. Um, let's see. Do I talk about it here? Um, this will be the first big screen Fletch film since Fletch lives in 1989. The first Fletch. Um, this is also the first Fletch Fletch film to not star Chevy Chase. Uh, the story that Frank tries to get Flesh to take on at the end of this movie regarding the sudden retirement of a newspaper publisher sets up a plot of the next novel in the Fletch series, Fletch's Fortune. 
and John Hamm and John Slattery. John Slattery's the um the guy from the newspaper. Um, they previously worked together on Mad Men. But uh, there was a lot of issues getting the third Fletch made. Like they were trying in the '90s. They tried. Uh, like at one point they they had like Brad Pitt attached. Um, at one point Kevin Smith was trying to make the movie with um, Jason Lee. Um, Ben Affleck. It's just been a mess trying to get. This. Was uh the first two movies were they popular? Like in the box office and stuff. The first one was. The second one didn't make as much money, so that's kind of why things stalled out. Like I watched the trailer for the second one because I couldn't. I, I it was just too much to watch that after watching that first one. The second one looked fucking bad, like really bad. <laughs> oh no! It's just more Chevy Chase doing his characters, and it's just like, do I need to watch anything from Chevy Chase in the '80s outside of Christmas Vacation? <laughs> Can I ask, is this, so is this meant to be a sequel to the Chevy Chase films or is it just independent, a different adaptation? Nothing said that it's not a sequel. I mean, he did say he used to be an investigative journalist. It's just Mm. the character would be a lot older if we were actually looking at it that way. It's a spiritual sequel. Okay, I'm happy with that. But yeah, I feel like Fletch is something that they really should have just, they should just try and make it a TV show. Like, each season could be a different book. That would like, be fun. That would make them more sense than to try and do these movies. Well, I got me thinking about, um, uh, what was that movie that Tom Cruise was in that was based oh, on Oh, Reacher. Jack Reacher. Reacher, yeah. See, I didn't care for the movies, but when they made it into a book, I love that show. TV show. Yeah, the TV show when they made that one. So maybe they could have went that route. Yeah, this feels like something that would like be at home on like Apple TV Plus, where it's mm-hmm. like, this isn't complete shit, and we gave money to it. And also, here's a check, John Hamm. Here's an actor you recognize and like, and let's go. Mm-hmm. But all right, this was um, a lot brisk than I thought. I mean, I feel like... The time, you know, we're we're working with three different time zones here, and it is just now midnight uh, where Josh and Alex are, so they're a little bit more docile. So uh, I feel like that kind of explains, you know, why we're ending this at a very prompt one hour. I can go and chuck some cold water over his face. <laughs> we got another hour I mean, in it's us. A podcast. It's a podcast. It's not a. It's not visual, so everyone would miss out on that. They're in the water. (laughs) But, um, yeah, but genuinely, thank you guys so much. Uh, We finally got this figured out. Um, Hopefully, we can get you guys back on one more time before the year is out. Not sure what that will look like, but um, really nice catching up with you guys. Um, Genuinely, very nice to meet you, Alex. Very nice to meet you guys, too. It's been really fun. Yes, yeah, uh, thank you guys again both for being on. Also, Rachel's here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we don't care about Rachel, just Alex and Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's okay. <laughs> um, thank you. you too, Rachel. You too. <laughs> <laughs> We're past it now. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, rate, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. Also, what is your platform of choice, Alex? Apple Podcasts, is that the correct answer? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm being quizzed, but I rated Jules five stars. Apparently that helps. I'm just interested in people's different platforms. That's all. I mean, the the metrics say that we, the bulk of our listeners are on Apple Podcasts. And so I assumed as much, but also motherfuckers be listening to us on the website. And I'm like, why? (laughs) <laughs> like what what is that it's not very possible is it it's it's not and it's like we can't get proper metrics from that uh, because it's the website we need you to do it in one of the apps if so anyone that... here is listening on the website get off stop <laughs> doing that okay i mean continue <laughs> listening but not on the website it doesn't help <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our facebook page we used to talk about this at work and follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok 
at We Used to Talk Pod. Next week, we review Netflix's Kit Cuddy animated film Intergalactic. Also, next week, we find out if we won that award. It is a genuine David versus Goliath situation, but hey, we might actually win. We don't know. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you, you for listening. Have anything to say to what I just said? I was going to, but then I like, I don't want to fuck up the, the outro. So I kept that in house. Because I was going to say, fuck that. If we win, it ain't going to be no episode next week. <laughs> we going to be celebrated. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fair.